Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Wichita State University Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to the Interest Bank pregame show. Thanks for a couple of assists online. Uh, we did mention Greg Heyer kind of right at the end of our discussion, of course, in his second year at LSU as an assistant there. And Chad Dollar, where we just saw him, Bob mentioned we just saw him somewhere. He's on Brian Gregory's staff at USF in our conference. So uh, thanks to those who tipped us off on those. Coach's Corner with our head coach, Greg Marshall, presented by State Farm. When teammates help each other on the court, great things happen. State Farm here to help life go right. A good challenge for us. You know, this East Carolina team has done pretty well at home this year. I think 9-4, and four, something like that. But they beat Cincinnati here, obviously very capable. Uh, not quite as good on the road like a lot of teams, including us. So we start the two-game series with them on the road. And, you know, in order to win both of them, you gotta, you got to steal that one on the road. So we haven't played particularly well. And normally it's because we don't shoot it well, and then that affects everything else. So we've got to come out and make some shots and get a little confidence early on. Certainly over recent years, you've been so good on the road. I know you haven't had to say a whole lot to your team about it. Is there anything in particular you've tried to say to these guys about this one? You know, this is a polar opposite, in fact, Mike. I mean, in the past, you know, we had the mental toughness. We had the obviously the talent and experience to, to go on the road and be the best road team in the country. And it wasn't even really that close. And now we're 0-6, 0-7, whatever it is on true road games. And, yeah, you have to – you have to just talk to these guys, and, and, and really, at this point, I, I've, I've done a terrible job, but I'm trying to build up their confidence. Just say, look, we're going to make shots. We're going to win this game. But getting them to make shots is one thing. The, the, the thing that I'm really pressing is making winning plays, coming up with loose balls, making sure we check every time, making sure we execute our game plan, and, and that that'll – carry you defense and making winning plays and rebounding will carry you a lot of times even when you're not shooting the ball great you have coached against joe dooley before during his days at florida gulf coast and uh, different program is he still kind of playing the same way that you've seen in the past yeah i don't even remember what how florida gulf coast played so that's been a long time ago they have one of the best freshmen maybe in the country not just in the conference and Jaden gardner what stands out to you about him oh he's a dynamite performer i mean he can score at uh, the three-point line he can score around the basket as a post-up player uh and he can get to the free throw line in a, in a prolific way i think eight and a half free throw attempts a game so uh, very very talented freshman and gets a tremendous amount done not overly tall at 6'6", six, six, but 245, so who guards him starting out? Well, we're going to have a lot of different guys guarding him, and, and maybe our five-man to begin with, and just you know space him a little bit and, and hopefully not let him get to his sweet spot there on the right side of the basket facing, and uh, hopefully he's not a great jump shooter tonight. And certainly a couple of guys that are familiar from a year ago, but they have some other new faces that have kind of fit into the mix as well. Yeah, I mean... Um, K.J. Davis can shoot the basketball as well as Williams. Those are their two shooters. Uh, they've got the big white kid with the foreign name inside. I can't pronounce his name. And um, and then, um, you know, they've got Fleming, the left-handed point guard, who's mostly a driver. 
And then a transfer from Virginia Tech, it's 6'7 athletic kid. Yeah, Lede's an athletic lefty and uh, medium range jump shooter, athlete, driver, really, really vertical athlete. All right, Coach, thank you. Wichita State and East Carolina are coming up from Greenville. Stay with us. Officials for tonight's game, Doug Shows, Owen Short, and Jose Carrion. That's a good veteran crew. Doug Shows has worked a couple of recent Final Fours, and uh, we have seen these guys on other occasions since joining the American Conference. Color guard departing the court, and then we'll get the starting lineups. The Shockers tonight in gold. They've been wearing gold at home. They wore gold for the SMU game and won, so they wore it again for Tulsa and won. And since ECU is wearing purple, uniforms at home tonight, which would normally be a road color. The Shockers wearing gold with black letters and numbers trimmed in white. ECU in purple uniforms, letters and numbers in gold. ECU under first year or also fifth year head coach Joe Dooley. More on that in a moment. First for the Shockers, Jamarius Burton, a 6'4 freshman from Charlotte, North Carolina, about 250 miles from here, averaging six points and 2.8 assists per game. Samajay Haynes-Jones at a guard, six-foot senior from Wichita East High, 12.3 points per game. Eric Stevenson is a 6'3 freshman from Lacey, Washington. As I search for my, uh, my artificial light here to read these, Eric is averaging 7.3 points per game over the last three games, better than 11 points per game. And then Marcus McDuffie, 6'8", senior from Patterson, New Jersey, leading the league in scoring at 18.9 points per game. And Jaime Echenique, 6'11", junior from Barranquilla, Colombia, averaging 8.5 points per game and 5.4 rebounds. Greg Marshall in his 12th year as head coach at Wichita State. The Shockers 10 and 11 overall, but a 73% winning percentage during his tenure. And the Shockers 3 and 6 so far in the AAC. I mentioned Joe Dooley. He's been kind of an interesting story for this program. One still very young, 25 years old. He came here as a assistant coach, served in that role for four years, and then was elevated to the head coaching position at the age of 29. He coached here for four years through 1999 and went 57 and 52. That's a modest 14 and 13 average but that 523 winning percentage is still the highest for any head coach in ECU's 53-year Division I history. He then left and was an assistant at New Mexico for three years, at Wyoming for a year, and then at KU for 10 years under Bill Self before becoming the head coach at Florida Gulf Coast six years ago. In five years there, averaged 23 and 12, won three conference titles, went to two NCAA tournaments, and then was given a really good offer to come back here and take over this program. And so he is back for his second stint here at ECU. Starting lineup for the Pirates, Isaac Fleming, a 6'4", fifth-year senior from Wilmington, Delaware. He has played against the Shockers in his career for both Hawaii and for ECU last year. He's averaging 7.9 points per game and 3.6 assists. Jaden Gardner, 6'6", 245-pound freshman from Wake Forest, North Carolina. Gardner is averaging 18.3 points per game 9.2 rebounds, shooting 51% from the field and getting to the free throw line eight and a half times a game where he shoots 76%.
K.J. Davis, a 6'5 sophomore from Portsmouth, Virginia, averaging 8.6 points per game. He's one of their leading three-point threats. Dmitry Spasojevic is a 6'8", 240-pound sophomore from Versek, Serbia, averaging 3.5 points per game. And Sean Williams, a 6-foot redshirt sophomore from Little Rock, Arkansas. He was the American Conference Rookie of the Year last year when he averaged almost 12.5 points per game. He's at 11.1 this year, but has been in a really dreadful shooting slump over about the last seven games. And the Shockers will try to help that continue tonight. Starting line is brought to you by Equity Bank. Equity Bank blocks all ATM fees anywhere from giving you a charge. Be sure to visit them online at equitybank.com slash magic. Well, we talked about them being six foot eight, six foot six inside, so look for the Shockers if they get this basketball to try to go right into Jamie Echenique. Echenique jumping center against Spasojevic to get this one underway. Owen Short, nope, Doug Shows will toss it up. Owen Short's right in front of us. So here we go. Shockers looking for that elusive first road win of the year, and Echenique gets the tip into backcourt. Jamarius Burton back in his home state, chases it down. He's going to be picked up by Gardner, the 6'6 forward. Burton dribbles to the right wing, right corner, Haynes Jones. Dribbles up to the wing, back out front to Burton. Left side, Stevenson above the arc. Back to the middle, right of the key to Echenique. Little handoff to Burton, 14 to shoot. Jamarius dribbles right. Fakes a shot, looks inside, out front, Stevenson, nine to shoot. Takes it in the light. Little floater got blocked and recovered. That was Davis who blocked that shot. Passes it up court to Gardner, takes it in strong, runs over Echenique and draws a charging foul. Yeah, he just put his head down about 20 feet from the basket and was just determined to go right to the hoop and ran right over Jaime Echenique. Jaime took three charges at least in the Tulsa game and immediately gets a first foul on... ECU's freshman star. Well, when Stevenson drove that last time down, he had a really nice drop off pass to Echenique, but he didn't see him. Eric has it at the free throw circle, left wing Haynes Jones. Samaje back out front to Echenique, looking inside, now left of the lane to Stevenson near the corner. Out front to Burton, left wing, looking to work off a screen. Three pointer by Jamarius is a brick, and the rebound to ECU. Pushing it hard up court is Fleming over on the left wing. Jumper by Williams, no good. And the rebound to Echenique, who clears it off to Burton, who quickly gets it into the front court left side. He's going to take it all the way to the basket and lays it in. Went by Davis and got to the rim to lay it in for the first two of the game. Yeah, real nice push by Jamarius that time. Didn't let that, that air ball bother him. He went all the way coast to coast and made that layup. Into the front court, Isaac Fleming, right side of the floor, starts left and feeds it over to Davis. Davis back the other way, right of the floor to Williams, down on the right wing to Fleming, cuts, goes back door, double pump, reverse layup, beauty by Isaac Fleming for his first two. Yeah, the 6'4 senior just went right by Samaje Haynes-Jones down the baseline, reverse layup and in. Out front, McDuffie, his first touch. Left side, Stevenson above the wing, brings it to the top, throws it in the right corner to Burton. Jamarius looking to drive it again, spins at the edge of the lane, then back out front to Haynes Jones. Right wing, Burton. Jamarius out front to Stevenson. Crossover step, left wing to Haynes Jones. Samaje with five to shoot, looking to make a play. He's got the 6-8. Man, Onning gets it under to Echenique, who misses the layup, gets the rebound, puts it back up, and dunks it. Everybody stopped when the buzzer went off, but he had touched the rim before the shot clock expired, grabbed it, and dunked it. I think everybody thought it was a foul, too, when uh, Fleming went up to try to block the shot, but it was a horn. It wasn't a whistle. 
4-2, Wichita State. Bounce pass on the right baseline. Gardner looking to back it in. Haynes Jones up on him. Now Fleming down the lane. And another double pump layup as he tucked it back and then got it up and over Echenique. Well, Samaje dropped off his man to double team Gardner, but his man got the ball Fleming. And before Samaje could recover, Fleming got to the basket. 4-4 early going. Pass over the top to Echenique. Missed a little left-handed layup. He got behind Spasajevic. It was a good pass. ECU the other way. Williams out front to Spasievic. Left side Davis in the left corner to Fleming. Fleming, right-handed dribble for a couple of steps and down on the block to Spasievic. Double teamed in there. Right wing Davis gets a three away. Off the back, a brick. Rebound, Haynes Jones. Stevenson closed out pretty well, flying out Davis on the three-point attempt. Haynes Jones above the right wing. Comes off the screen by Echenique. Down the lane, kicks it in the corner. Burton chose not to take the three. Picked it up, gives it to Haynes Jones. 15 to shoot, 4-4 ball game. Out front, Stevenson dribbles off the screen to the right, pulls up from 17, off the back, no good. Rebound, Sean Williams for ECU. Yeah, wide open look that time for Eric Stevenson off the Jaime Echenique screen. Williams right side, cross court to Fleming, left of center, started out toward the top, then to the wing, throws it out front to Spasievic, right wing Williams. Down on the right block to Gardner. Gardner looking to back down Echenique, spins in there, fumbled it, gets it out to Williams. Wide open three, had time to set himself, and it goes in and out. Rebound, McDuffie. Into the front court, Jamarius Burton drives again, going strong to the basket. Ball got knocked away. It's out of bounds, off of Sean Williams. Greg Marshall's going to get Dexter Dennis and Asbjorn meat guard in the game for Stevenson and Echenique. Yeah, Echenique is guarded by 6'8", Spasievic, and uh, 6'8", Marcus McDuffie's guarded inside by 6'4", Fleming. So the, the big guys have a definite height advantage inside. The Shockers need to take advantage of it. K.J. Davis out, Tyler Foster, a 6'5", freshman, and also Seth Lede in, and a three from the left wing, by actually a two by McDuffie from the left wing. He was just on the line. Marcus's first shot of the night gives the Shockers a 6-4 lead. Yeah, it was really well executed out-of-bounds play under where they did a screen-the-screener play, and McDuffie popped wide open. In the front court, Lede dribble handoff to Williams to Fleming on a weave, cut off by Meat Guard, goes left wing with it. Pass down in the corner, Gardner started to, or uh, Lede started to drive and gets it under to Gardner for the easy layup. Yeah, Meat Guard went over to double team. He needs to stay on Gardner. Don't go over to double team. Gabe tied at six, and Haynes Jones trying to work off the screen by Meatguard. Didn't quite set it up well enough. Now comes off the screen, left wing Burton, near the left corner to Dexter Dennis. Puts it on the floor, brings it up to the elbow, out front to Haynes Jones, cuts down the lane, throws it out to McDuffie, sets his feet, shoots the three, good. Marcus stepped back over the line, got set on the three-point line, nice assist from Samaje Haynes Jones. Yeah, the penetration by Samaje is what set that open shot up. First three for either team, Shockers lead 9-6. Foster right wing for ECU. Holding, looking, popping out front to get it is Lede, guarded by McDuffie, hands it over to Fleming. Fleming gets a screen from Gardner, goes back left, crosses over right, spins left, and then throws it out front to Williams. Down to six to shoot, Sean Williams dribbles right, pulls up, got a man in the air, 15-footer, good. He got Haynes Jones flying at the shot fake, and Williams gets his first two. Yeah, Sean Williams really quick, and he stopped on a dime and made a nice shot fake, got Samaji up in the air. Out front with it, McDuffie swings it right side to Dexter Dennis above the wing, near the right corner to Burton. Jamarius dribbles up to the wing, out front to McDuffie, over the top for Midgard, catches in traffic, was double teamed and got it stripped away. That pass kind of led him right into trouble. Foster in the front court, Williams out front, down off the right side of the lane, Gardner making a move on Midgard, draws the foul and gets the roll. Well, he's had a double team on him the whole game, but that time he saw an opening, 
got by Midgard, drew the foul, and made a really tough shot with his left hand off the glass. First foul on the Shockers and a chance for a three-point play for Jaden Gardner after a timeout. 14-13 to go in the first half. It's ECU 10, Wichita State 9. State Farm, Kathy here. Hey, it's Mike. My team just pulled off the biggest... WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Five minutes, 47 seconds in the book. Wichita State trailing now 10-9 to to ECU. Wichita State 4 of 9 from the field, 44%. ECU 5 of 8, 62.5. And the Pirates are 0 for 3 from 3, so they are 5 for 5 inside the arc. Wichita State 1 of 2 from 3. ECU doesn't have a three-point basket, but could have a three-point play here momentarily as Jaden Gardner was fouled on a drive to the basket, made, as Bob said, a difficult left-handed driving shot and has a chance to go to the free-throw line to complete the play. Well, I watched their game against Cincinnati that, that, that they won here about a month ago, and they did the same thing in that game. They try to get the ball up the court fast, really fast after a missed basket or a made basket, try to get a shot off before your defense gets set. Rebounds even at 4-4, turnovers even at 1-1. Jaden Gardner, 76% from the line on eight and a half attempts per game. And the free throw is good, gives him a three-point play and five points in the game. Now he's going to get a breather. Checking in is Justice Obasahan, a 6-5 senior, who's a former walk-on who's been in 15 previous games this year. Shocker basketball, Ricky Torres is in. Echenique's back in. It's Ricky, Jaime, Marcus McDuffie, Samaje Haynes-Jones, Dexter Dennis. And Torres bringing it up against Sean Williams up across the timeline, goes left wing to Dennis. Dexter out top to Echenique, over on the right wing to Haynes-Jones. Samaje started up front, goes at the top to Torres, left wing McDuffie. Marcus against Lede, took a dribble, couldn't get by him, out to Dennis, 10 to shoot. Torres right wing to Haynes-Jones, has a screen from Echenique out front, McDuffie for three, in and out. Rebound, two shockers going for it, a foul called. Looks like it's going to be on ECU as they stay in that end. It's going to be on Justice Abasahan of the Pirates. Yeah, Chakras did a good time, good job of crashing the boards that time. Echenique came flying in there. Dexter Dennis came flying in there, and that's what drew the foul. Torres to play it in. Lob for Echenique. Catches, turnaround jumper, missed it a little short. Kind of turned his hand into the defender. Had kind of a contested shot at the other end. Fleming in the lane, tried to throw it off to a teammate underneath, and Abasahan wasn't expecting the pass, and it went by him out of bounds. Uh, Echenique's had a couple of short shots uh, so far in this ballgame, but he hasn't gathered himself. He needs to gather himself, bend his knees, and explode up and shoot the, shoot the shot with a little more, uh, a little more tenacity. He is one for four, and the Shockers are four for 11. Jaime catches at the top, was looking for a back door that wasn't there, goes right wing to Haynes Jones. Now he does drive back door, all the way to the rim, laid it in. Got by his man and finger rolled it up over the defender trying to come over to help. At the other end, Fleming going all the way to the rack. Got it blocked, Torres on the floor after it, but it's recovered by Fleming for ECU. Shot was partially blocked by Echenique. Now back out front, Shockers tied at 11 all. Ball almost came loose. McDuffie almost stole it. Now Lede in the lane bounces under. Shovel pass right baseline. A Bossahan 15-footer no good. Rebound McDuffie for Wichita State. Yeah, McDuffie just tore that ball out of Lede's hands. 
Into the front court, Ricky Torres out front to McDuffie. Marcus back over to Dexter Dennis coming left to right in front. Over to Haynes Jones, right wing McDuffie. Look to the block. We got a whistle in the post, and it's going to be a hold on ECU as Echenique was trying to post up. I think they had the smaller Fleming on him, and that's who reached around and grabbed him. It'll be the first on Isaac Fleming. Yeah, it must have been some, there was some kind of switch happened because uh, the 6'4 Fleming was on Echenique at that time, and he was holding him, trying to keep the ball out of there and, and got called for the foul. Echenique and Haynes Jones out. Meet guard and Burton in for Wichita State. And ECU gets Gardner back in the game. Wichita State underneath inbounds play. Ricky Torres will play it in. Game tied 11-all, early going. Looking under into McDuffie, 15-footer right side, good. Cut off a screen, Shockers get an underneath inbounds play for a basket, something that hasn't happened as often as usual Yeah, this that's the second basket already here in the first half on out-of-bounds play under, and that was, a, that was an emphasis, uh, emphasis in the shoot-around today by Coach Marshall. Spasayevic right wing to Sean Williams, looks out front, now finally feeds it way out front to K.J. Davis, left side Foster. Foster dribbles left all the way toward the corner. Back up high, Spasievic, 17-footer, bounces off. But Gardner out-hustles two shockers for it. Tried to go up, got it tied up. They're going to call a jump ball. Possession error will give it to ECU, but a good job. The fans wanted a foul as Gardner gave a fake, went up, ended up coming back to the floor with a hand clamped over the ball. Yeah, you can probably hear the ECU fans behind us. They're not really happy with the call, and neither is their coach, Joe Dooley. 13-11, Shockers lead by two as Williams tries to play it into Gardner, lobs it into the Shocker bench. Dexter Dennis did a great job of fronting Gardner, denying him the catch near the corner, and so Williams tried to just lob it softly over Dexter and lobbed it over everyone into the Shocker bench. Uh, good pressure that time by Dexter. Ball comes in to Torres, Williams trying to really get up on him and pressure him in the backcourt, man-to-man pressure. Torres bringing it up, gets a screen from Meatguard, slowly gets into the front court, comes back toward the middle, fakes the shot, right wing Dexter Dennis. Dex puts it on the floor, out front to Burton. Jamarius dribbles toward the left wing, comes back off a screen by Meatguard, left wing Torres, wide open three, good! Ricky Torres with a three. That's his third three in 32 attempts this season. Yeah, good to see Ricky knock one down. Second tray for the Shockers, who now lead 16 to 11. Foster right wing looking inside. Out front to Spasievic looking to go high-low to Gardner, but Dennis had that denied. Out front, Foster dribbles right. Back out front to Gardner. Swings it left side to Williams. Williams holding, looking for off-ball movement. Driving the baseline is K.J. Davis and a foul on Jamarius Burton who rode him a little too hard with the body. That's going to stop the clock for the under-12 timeout. First foul on Burton, second team foul on Wichita State. Wasn't in the act of shooting, so ECU will play it in after the timeout. 11.20 to go, first half. Wichita State, 16, ECU, 11. Plus. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 11.20 to go in the first half here in Greenville. Wichita State leading ECU 16 to 11. The Shockers shooting 50% overall on 7 of 14 and 50% on two of four from beyond the arc. They have not been to the line yet. ECU 45.5% on five of 11. They've missed all three of their three-point attempts. One of one from the line. 7-5 rebounding edge for ECU, but they have three turnovers to Wichita State's one so far in the first half. 
Yeah, and since the last media timeout, this last five minutes, the Shockers are three for five from the field, and ECU is 0 for three from the field in those last five minutes. Three team fouls on ECU, two on the Shockers, and after one of those, ECU inbounding has resumed play. A deflected inbounds pass, but saved by Spasievic, who hands it off to Sean Williams, and cross court to Davis right side. Looking to get it to Gardner, Ricky Torres was on him. Jumper out front by K.J. Davis, misses, rebound, meet guard, off to Torres. Ricky brings it up the left side of the floor into the front court just above the wing. Keeps his dribble off the screen by McDuffie. Another screen by Midgard. Right corner, Dennis. Wide open three. Air ball off the other side. Rebounded by Midgard out to Torres. So Dexter with his first shot from deep went way long with it, but Midgard gets the Shockers another possession. Torres penetrating. Back on the pick and roll to Midgard. The ball got stolen by Gardner who slipped in underneath and took the ball out of his hands. Yeah, it hit Midgard in the hands, but he couldn't really gather the pass, and when he brought it down, Gardner got it. ECU with the ball, high post Gardner at the right elbow, actually a little farther out than that. Dribble handoff, ball almost comes loose, it does come loose. McDuffie going for it, gets on the floor over to Dennis, going to the basket, take contact, couldn't get the shot to go, go to the line for two. Oh, that was a good hustle play by Marcus McDuffie, diving on that loose ball, and then alertly pitching it over to Dexter Dennis, and he had, I don't think he saw him, but he had Eric Stevenson on his right side, he could have shoveled it over him for a wide open layup. And with that pick, Marcus McDuffie becomes the eighth player in Wichita State history to collect 100 steals in his career. Dexter Dennis at the line, free throw, bounces out. It hit short, bounced back, and then bounced back to the front and off. Dexter still looking for his first point. Shockers leading 16-11. Torres and meat guard out. Echenique and Stevenson are back in. 10.25 to go in the first half. Dexter Dennis with one more free throw. That one a moment ago was the Shockers' first attempt of the night. That one is good. So Dexter with his first point makes it a six-point lead. And EC will bring it up against the Shockers man-to-man. Haynes Jones giving Fleming a little bit of room as he brings it across the timeline. Keeps his dribble way out front. ECU getting distributed. Gardner comes out to catch the right elbow, puts it on the floor, down the lane, steps away but didn't have the shot. Clears it out to Sean Williams, who dribbles along the left sideline. Back to Gardner, the screener. He drives it hard, cut off, almost stumbled out front. Fleming, he drives it into traffic, put it up, and it bounces in. Yeah, he went right over Samaje and right through Echenique to get that bucket, a tough bucket by Isaac Fleming. Fleming has six of ECU's 13 points. They've all been on drives to the basket. Haynes Jones going left to right, was looking for the pick and roll. Now to Dennis, who looked at the three, put it on the floor. Down to Echenique, had to come off the lane to get it. Back in his way back in on Spasievic, out to Stevenson. Eric re-enters to Jaime, who wheels in there. Right-handed hook, rolls in. Echenique with his second basket, and the Shockers back to a six-point lead at 19-13. Yeah, real nice two-man basketball with Stevenson and Echenique working that left side of the lane. Gardner driving it. Cut off, double teamed, and the ball goes loose out of bounds, but deflected by Eric Stevenson of the Shockers. Yeah, Shockers started with Echenique on Gardner, but now Dexter Dennis is picking him up. Coach Marshall talked about that. They're going to put a lot of different guys on ECU's top score, Gardner. Dexter using his quickness to try to deny him from catching the ball as much as possible. Foster in the left corner, way out front to Fleming. Fleming off a screen, drives left, down the left side of the lane, ball deflected off of Echenique's leg, picked up by Stevenson, who takes it into the front court, lobs ahead for Dennis, it's batted away by Spasievic out of bounds. Not a great pass, but the Shockers will keep it in their offensive end. I think it's the right guy to pass to because Dexter Dennis had a, a step on Spasievic, but 
the pass wasn't, he didn't lead him enough. He kind of threw it behind him, and that's why Spasiewicz uh, got his hands on it. 26 on the shot clock as the Shockers inbound from the baseline. Exactly nine minutes to go in the first half. Haynes Jones looking to play it in, gets it into McDuffie. Baseline jumper, way too hard. Rebound Lede for ECU. Quick pass up court to Foster. Cut off and Stevenson goes and gets it. Foster just lost the handle. Stevenson, who was cutting off the lane to the basket, just grabbed it. Now Eric for three at the other end. Missed off the right side. Echenique fighting for it and a foul on ECU. Echenique hustling the offensive board, tipped it twice, and then got fouled, and it's going to be... Nope, it's on uh, Fleming. It's going to be on Fleming, and that is Isaac Fleming's second foul for ECU. Well, they came down in transition after that steal, and Stevenson, nobody picked him up, so when he came up to the three-point line, nobody was near him, so he pulled up for the uh, three-pointer, missed it, but on the rebound, Shockers picked up a foul. They'll play it in from the baseline. Rod Brown is in for McDuffie. Ball comes in to meet guard near the right corner. Out front to Haynes Jones. Samaje dribbles left. Back over right wing to Stevenson. Eric being crowded by the defender. Back out front to Samaje. They reset with 18 on the shot clock. Samaje right side of the floor brings it to the top. Right wing Dennis drives back door to the baseline. Pull up 15 footer. Rims in and out. In there fighting for it was Haynes Jones. But it's cleared by K.J. Davis for ECU. Sean Williams down into the lane. In the right corner to Foster. He puts it on the floor, pulls it back, looking to drive Stevenson, and they're going to call the block. Eric did a pretty good job of trying to slide his feet and get in front of him, but he wasn't quite there and set, and he'll get called for the blocking foul. Yeah, he was just a half second late trying to draw that charge. He needs to use a little bit different angle to cut that guy off uh, when they drive on him. His first foul, third team foul. They bring it into Williams on the right baseline. He takes it up high to Spasiewicz, who hands it back to Williams right wing. Looking to drive it, pull up baseline jumper, in and out and back in. Sean Williams, second bucket, and ECU cuts the lead back to four, 19-15. Oh, he's really quick and really elevates on his jump shot, the little six-foot Sean Williams. Haynes Jones into the front court, right wing to Eric Stevenson, out front to beat guard, above the top of the arc. One dribble, hands it off to Haynes Jones, Samaje. Looking to drive it, steps back for three. Good, Samaje from the top of the arc with a three. That's Wichita State's third three-pointer of the first half. He has five points, Shockers lead 22-15. Well, he says to Williams, back at you. Left wing Foster off a screen into the keyhole area, hands it back to Lede. Lede looking to make a move down the lane, jumps it up in traffic, missed it, rebound Stevenson. Eric gives it off to Samaje Haynes-Jones, who brings it along the left sideline of the front court, cuts to the top, thought about taking it in the lane, gave it up to Stevenson, right back to Haynes-Jones. 7-10 to go first half, Shockers up seven, Haynes-Jones down the lane, kicks it left corner to Brown, out to Stevenson. One dribble, gives it over to Dexter Dennis, and now he gives it to Samaje. Eight to shoot. Samaje gonna try to make a play here on Sean Williams. Got him in the air. Beat guard, baseline jumper, in and out. Rebound Brown fighting for it. ECU trying to save it, and it's saved to Dexter Dennis. Out to Stevenson, three by Eric. No good, off the back. Meat guard going up, got the offensive rebound. Out jumped an ECU player, and it's out to Haynes Jones. Boy, strong offensive rebounding by the Shockers this trip. They reset, Haynes Jones drives it into the free throw circle. 
Steps through, shovels under the meat guard who missed the dunk, but a foul on ECU. Yeah, Great he, little head fake and pass by Samaje Haynes-Jones. Yeah, that was a nice fake and pass to the mid guard, but he went up to Duncan and the ball slipped out of his hands, but he's gonna get two free throws because he was hacked as he went up. 6.28 to go first half as we take a timeout here in Greenville. It's Wichita State 22, ECU 15. Lubers, located in Cheney, Kansas, is the largest Chevy and Ford dealer in Kansas. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Wichita State leading ECU 22-15, 6.28 to go in the first half. Asbjorn Meatguard will be going to the free throw line for two shots. The Shockers, since the last time out, have only made two of their last eight shots. They're now 9 for 22. 41%, three of eight from three. ECU has made two of their last four, but they've only had 15 attempts for the Shockers, 22, as Wichita State has four less turnovers and three more offensive rebounds, five to two. Yeah, Shockers are missing some wide open looks. Uh, Eric Stevenson's had a couple, Dexter Dennis has had a couple, and we've missed some easy ones inside, but fortunately they've got five offensive rebounds, so they're getting some second chances down there on the offensive end. Overall, the Shockers up 11-9 to nine now on the boards. Meet guard with his first free throw opportunity in quite some time. He'll be shooting two. Only three of seven on the year from the line. Free throw way too hard off the left side. Asbjorn's last free throw attempts had been against South Florida. Went 0-2 in that game. 6.28 to go, first half, free throw. This one's good, his first point of the night at Wichita State with its biggest lead so far at eight, 23 to 15. Meat guard comes out, Echenique back in. A little full court pressure by the Shockers. Now looks like they're in a 1-2-2 a trap. Ball comes into Spasayevic, back to Sean Williams, and now the Shockers drop back, pick up man to man. Williams right side, cuts back to the middle, flips it left to the key to K.J. Davis. Back cross court right side to Foster, hands it off to Williams on the right wing. Had a screen from Lede, uses it back to the screener Lede, who tries to take it in the lane. Tries to step through on Rod Brown, missed the shot, rebound at Chenique. Well defended by Rod Brown that time. In the front court, Haynes Jones. Right at the free throw line, picked it up, left wing to Brown. They look into Echenique, hand it back to Ricky Torres, left wing. Torres working against K.J. Davis off the screen, back to the left wing to Brown. Rod's going to put it on the floor, takes it in the lane, got it knocked away and stolen. Sean Williams pushing it hard the other way. Down the lane, Torres defending. He missed the left-handed runner and Rod Brown the rebound for Wichita State. Yeah, tried to go up with the left hand, went too hard off the glass. Good defense by the Shockers that time, not fouling. Good hustle back by Torres against the break. Echenique back in baseline, jump hook, good. Bounced a couple of times, one in, and a foul as the ball was in the air. They're going to count the basket. Looks like a foul on Rod Brown getting position on the rebound as the ball was in the air. So count the basket, give Rod the foul. Yeah, that right-handed jump hook by Echenique was really soft. It hung on the rim for a while before it fell through. And like I said, Brown with the push foul. Going to be EC, ECU ball out. Fourth team foul. Echenique now with six as the Shockers lead by 10. 25-15, 5.22 to go first half. Williams in the front court. Hands off to Gardner going right to left. He hands off to Foster. Right wing to Williams. Brings it back to the middle. Feeds left side to Davis. Down off the left side of the lane to Gardner. Looking to back down Dennis. And out to Williams. Back to Gardner. 
Back and down, spins baseline, trying to work his way in there. Great defense by Dennis, wouldn't let him by. Now Williams with a three, rims off the back. Echenique fighting for it, it was knocked out of bounds. They say last touch by Echenique, had inside position on uh, Spasajevic, but wasn't able to grab it. Yeah, had the position, but just the uh, ball bounced off his hands. It came off there a little bit hard, and Echenique couldn't, couldn't corral it. New 30 for ECU. And it goes in the left corner to Sean Williams. Dribbles baseline out to Spasievic. Shot fake down the line. Kind of a running hook. Missed badly. Rebound Haynes-Jones. Pushing it up the middle of the floor. Goes around one defender. Kicks it out to Dennis. Wide open three. In and out. Tipped up. Ichinike grabs it. Fights out of there. Puts it up. Missed it. Tipped up by Dennis. Grabbed by McDuffie. He draws contact. And will go to the line for two. Oh, a wide open three and a couple of rebound attempts at the basket. Shockers couldn't get the ball in the basket, but... Looks like they're going to go get some, go to the free throw line for a couple of free throws. ECU wants a timeout. 4.40 to go in the first half. We'll keep it here because the under four is still coming up. Try one of Burger Fies, famous branded bun burgers. It only uses the top 1% of beef in the U.S. They also offer menu items from hand-cut fries and onion rings to local craft beers and frozen custards. You can find Burger Fi at their West Wichita location at Newmarket Square Shopping Center on Mays Road. Burger Fi, proud sponsor of Wichita State Athletics. The Shockers up 10, and Marcus McDuffie going to the line for two shots, and Wichita State has just been all over the offensive board. Well, there's no way to know for sure, but I'm, I think this timeout is all about Joe Dooley wanting to jump on his team about their rebounding, and he subbed in number 22, Deshaun Wade, and I'm sure he was barking at the guys to block off and keep the Shockers off the boards, because the Shockers are doing a great job down there on the offensive boards. Shockers have had four free throws, have made two of them. Dennis going one for two, meat guard one for two. McDuffie's first chance at the line. He has seven points from the field. First free throw, good. So Marcus with eight. Let me correct something I said a little earlier. His 100th steal makes him the 16th player in Wichita State history with 100 steals. He's getting close to being the, the eighth with 100 steals and 500 rebounds. Still has a few rebounds to grab. Makes both free throws. Shockers up 12. Some full court pressure. Spasievic dribbling it up court into the front court. Picked it up. Now being hounded by Echenique. Hands it off to a guard. Sean Williams has it now way out in the middle of the court. 4.26 to go in the first half. Spasievic comes out to catch. Looks to make a dribble handoff. but couldn't get it to Wade. So now gets it to Gardner. Gardner drives baseline. Lost the handle on it, bats the ball. Ricky Torres comes up with it. Ricky pushing it ahead for McDuffie. Catches, missed the little bank shot. He tried to catch in midair and shoot it in, but left it short. Rebound Wade for ECU. Williams brings it up in the middle to Gardner. Left wing to Wade and out front to Davis. K.J. Davis gives it to Gardner at the top of the arc. Gardner, little dribble handoff to Davis. Drives it down the lane, throws up a runner in traffic. Missed it. Torres fighting for it, but two bigger guys from ECU got to it and took it away, Gardner out front to Sean Williams. Most of their shot are going towards the basket and they've got a lot of good shots, but they haven't been able to make a lot of them. Williams right wing to Wade, down on the right block to Spasievic, turning, facing, gets Echenique, trying to back him down, jump hook, short, rebound, Dexter Dennis for Wichita State. Good defense by Echenique, putting pressure on that shot without fouling, and then a nice off defensive rebound by Dexter Dennis. Haynes-Jones going right to left, throws it back right to McDuffie, shot fake, pulls up for three, a little hard off the back, bounces off the front iron, rebounded by Gardner for ECU. Well, Shockers just can't knock down a three. Uh, Ricky Torres hit one, I think Samaje hit one. Those are the only two they've made. Marcus had one early. 
Spasajevic trying to spin, little jump hook, good that time. His first two points, and he finally got one over Echenique to score. Greg Marshall not happy with that. He calls a timeout, and this should take us to the under four. 3.01 to go in the first half. It is Wichita State 27, ECU 17. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 3.01 to go first half. Wichita State will have a possession leading ECU 27-17. Both teams cold since the last timeout. Yeah, Shocker's one out of five since the last media timeout five minutes ago. And ECU one out of eight. Shockers are three for their last 13, 10 of 27 for 37%, but ECU only eight of 23 for 35%. They're 0 for four from three. The Shockers are three for 10, and Wichita State four of six from the line. 18-13 rebounding edge for Wichita State and only three turnovers to six for ECU. Yeah, Shockers have missed a lot of wide open threes. They're three out of 10. McDuffie has one, Haynes Jones has one, and Torres has one. Full court pressure by ECU, but it's man-to-man, and everybody backs off as Samaje Haynes-Jones will bring it up against Sean Williams. Just under three minutes to go in the first half. Eric Stevenson catches right wing, drives to the baseline, looking to throw it back out, does now on the right wing to Haynes-Jones. Samaje looks for cutters, brings it back out front, redistributes everyone, has a screen from meat guard out high. Dribbles right, they double-team him under to meet guard. He's all alone and gets blocked from behind, but a foul. No, a jump ball call. It'll be Wichita State's possession. Well, some, uh, Asborn just has a bad habit. When he catches that ball inside, he brings it all the way down below his waist, and then he goes back up. If he would catch that high and just turn and lay it in, he'll make that basket before the defense gets there. And he had a layup that time as he catches. Three to shoot. McDuffie, quick move off the inbound. It won't go, but it's off the rim. Meat guard kept it alive, but Sean Williams retrieves it for UCU. Ahead to Fleming. Fleming on the right wing, picked it up, way out front to Gardner, over on the left side, K.J. Davis drives baseline, put it up, missed it, meet guard fighting for it, but Davis got the rebound and then traveled. He was caught in between two shockers, took an extra step, trying to clear it out front, and Wichita State gets it back. Oh, that young man is playing hard, K.J. Davis. He drove by a shocker, got a really nice shot, then got his own rebound on the miss, but then he traveled after he got that rebound. He's pretty disgusted with himself, but he's out there working hard. Isaac Fleming was in for that possession, but has two fouls, so Joe Dooley gets him back out with the clock stop. Now Haynes Jones in the front court, left wing to Dexter Dennis. Tried to lob it into meat guard who wasn't looking for it. Well, they're running a back door. Uh, Eric Stevenson was setting a back door screen for Midgard, but Midgard got held so he couldn't get around the screen. Dexter was assuming that he was going to be open, and he wasn't open. Just the fourth turnover for the Shockers. Just under two minutes to go in the first half. ECU ball. Sean Williams gives it left side to Lede. Crosses over, then kicks it back out. Long three by Williams. No good. Rebound, meat guard. Out around the foul line. Hands it to Haynes Jones. Boy, no, neither team can hit a three. Right wing, Dennis. Back out to Haynes Jones along the right sideline as Greg Marshall calls out the offense. Haynes Jones penetrating a little off the screen. Right wing Dennis. He's going to take a three. That hey, one's good. There we go. Dexter Dennis's first basket. It's the fourth shocker, Trey. And they're back up to a 13-point lead, 30-17. to 17. That was a long one. He was a good stride behind the three-point line. Out front, Sean Williams trying to get his teammates distributed on the floor. Now at the high post, Lede driving on meat guard. Edmund tries to throw up a hook around him, missed it. Ball batted loose, recovered by Haynes Jones. Samaje up into the front court, crosses over, down the lane, goes all the way up in the lane and draws the foul. 
Samadje, who's had a tough time getting foul calls and getting to the line, drew contact on that one, and he'll shoot two. Well, everybody plays him to drive to his left. That time he crossed over and went with his right hand right by his defender and down the lane, and Gardner had to come over and try to block it, and I think Gardner picked up the foul. He did, and that's his second. 105 to go in the first half. Samadje Haynes-Jones with five points in the half. Free throw, good. So the Shockers are now five of seven from the line. Samaje, on those rare opportunities he's had to get to the free throw line, has shot 78.8%, just 33 attempts in 21 previous games. You can hear Isaac uh, Hay, uh, Isaac Hayes, <laughs> Isaac Brown, calling out the defensive assignments as the uh, a lot of subs come in for ECU. Samaje made them both. He's got seven. Shockers lead by 15, pushing it up Davis. Left side to Spasievic. And way out front to Sean Williams. Under a minute to go, first half. Davis right wing, right corner. Davis down on the right block. Spasievic spins, tries to go under on meet guard, then steps through a little jump hook, missed, rebound to Eric Stevenson. And Samaje Haynes-Jones bringing it up court. Samaje beyond the top, takes it over to the right side of the floor, redistributes his teammates, works off the screen by meet guard, takes it down into the lane, all the way with the runner, got it! Samaje with a little driving hook. He's got nine. Wichita State now by 17, 34-17, I believe. They haven't put it up on the board. Yeah, he looked like he was trying to flip it over to uh, Asborn Midgard, but uh, they didn't come over to help, so he just went all the way himself. That is the score, 34-17. ECU looks like they're going to play for one last shot. Under 10 seconds to go. Sean Williams down the lane, throws it in the corner. Lede driving. He throws it out front. A three by Foster. Good. And that's just over one second to go in the half, and that will end the half. So Tyler Foster with his first basket and the first three-point basket of the half for ECU makes it a 14-point game at halftime. At the intermission, Wichita State up 34 to 20. Medica Health Plans are a different kind of healthy plan. Quality coverage created for people, not for profit, and trusted by over a million members. They have big plans for you. Take a look soon at Medica Health Plans. Get our halftime score, Wichita State 34, ECU 20. Stay tuned for the Credit Union of America halftime show. ECU with the first possession. Isaac Fleming brings it into the front court, cuts right, little handoff to Gardner, to Williams. They run a weave out front. Fleming coming back left, left wing Davis. One dribble off to Gardner, out front Fleming, right wing Williams. Back to the front. Left wing Fleming down on the left block. Spasievic kind of forced off the lane a little bit, back in his way in, throws it back out. Davis for three left wing. Good. So they missed their first five threes, but have now made their last two. One to end the half and one to start the second half. Yeah, Davis knocked that one down. Nice inside out play by ECU that time. Shockers by 11, 34-23, their first possession of the second half. Haynes Jones at the high post to McDuffie, left elbow. Hand off to Dexter Dennis, dribbling right. Looks in the block, and then out front to Haynes Jones. Down to 10 to shoot. Right wing Echenique, right corner Dexter Dennis. Puts it on the floor, drives it at the free throw circle over to Stevenson. Going to have to force one and missed everything. Air ball. That wasn't his fault. He got the ball too late to really have any chance to set himself. Had a defender right up in his grill. Yeah, good defense by ECU that time. And the Shockers just kind of moved the ball from side to side around the perimeter. Never really got that ball inside. Seemed like a short possession because they took so long just to kind of get into their half-court offense. Ball inbounded, knocked back out by Dexter Dennis. He's guarding Gardner. And now ECU will change it up and have Fleming inbounded. Shockers picking up full-court man-to-man. 
They've got two guys on guard. They get into Spasiewicz, back to Fleming, pushing it up court, but the Shockers closed him off, and he slows down at the timeline. Sets up the half-court offense. They start that weave again. Gardner looking to drive in the lane, bangs into Dennis, out to Davis for another three. This one's no good. Echenique with the box out and rebound. They're going to call a foul on Spasajevic trying to get around him. Yeah, good seal that time by Echenique on the weak side board. Spasajevic trying to get around him, grabbed uh, Jaime's arm. That's his first foul. Wichita State possession, down or up 11, sorry. They've had one possession without scoring. ECU hit a three. Their first time down, that time the Shockers with the stop. Haynes Jones dribbles left off a screen. Out front to McDuffie, shot faked. One dribble, looks to take it in the lane. Gets up in the air. Underneath for Echenique for the reverse layup. Yeah, nice little drive and drop off pass to Echenique by McDuffie. Echenique went underneath the basket and made that one. Jaime with two, gets the lead back to 13, two and a half, eight for the game. Out front, Williams gives the top to Gardner, right wing to Davis. Davis back to Gardner, right side of the line, looking to back his way in on Dennis. Back out to Davis, over to Spasievic. We'll hand off to Fleming. They're down to seven to shoot. Fleming driving, lost it. Dexter Dennis fighting for it and went off his hand out of bounds, and they're going to give him a new 30 as they felt like the Shockers had it long enough for that to be a change of possession. Yeah, Fleming had a half step on Stevenson as he was driving down the lane, but he lost the handle and it bounced right into Dexter Dennis's hands. And then somebody must have poked it away from him. Uh, it went off of him out of bounds. It's gonna be ECU's ball. Marius Burton in for Stevenson. Fleming to play it in from the baseline. On the right baseline, Williams with the jumper. No good, rebound Echenique. Pretty good look from about 12 feet, but missed it. Jamarius Burton quickly to the front court. Hand off to Dennis, brings it back toward the middle. Right wing, McDuffie. Marcus looks under for Echenique. They had him double teamed that time. Out to Burton, right in front to Dennis. Left wing, Haynes Jones. Samaje bounces to McDuffie. Turn around about an eight-footer, and it bounces out, but he was knocked to the floor and a foul on ECU. K.J. Davis lunging at McDuffie, commits his second foul. Actually, they say his third. Is that correct? Third, second foul, third foul on K.J. Davis. Second team foul of the half, McDuffie to the line where he was two for two in the first half. Shockers by 13. Free throw, good. So McDuffie in double figures again. He has been in double figures in all but two of the Shockers' 22 games this season. 6-5 freshman Tyler Foster in for 6-5 sophomore K.J. Davis who goes out with three fouls. Second free throw good, so McDuffie converts two at the line. The Shockers, who had a 14-point halftime lead, get it to 15 now after it was cut briefly on a three-pointer. And double team in the backcourt results in a foul call. It's going to be on Jamarius Burton, squeezing a little too tight on the double team. That's his second foul. That was First a shocker foul of the half. Tough call on Jamarius. They had a really nice trap set on the little guard, and he just kind of forced his way through them. And... Uh, I thought it might be an offensive foul, but they call a foul on Burton. Actually, that's Jamaris' third foul, so I missed one on him in the first half, and that's why he didn't play any more than he did in the first half. They're showing three on the scoreboard, so we'll check yeah, he, it. He had two at halftime, and that's why he didn't start the second half, I think. Into the front court, Fleming cut off left side. Out front, Spasievic gives it right wing to Williams. He drives it back to the middle, picked up his dribble. Left wing, Fleming was trying to get it on the block to Gardner. Gardner double teamed in there, out to Williams on the wing. Works off the screen, 
Wanted to pick and roll to Gardner, but he wasn't there. Down the lane into traffic. They're going to call the foul on Dexter Dennis. And that's how Gardner gets to the line so much. He kind of moved into Dexter, stumbled back off of it, made it, kind of sold it a little bit, and he'll go to the line for two. Yeah, after he, he did a lot, kind of a pick and pop, and when he caught the ball, uh, Dexter didn't quite get squarely in front of him. He had a little bit of a lane to the right side of the basket, and that's where he loves to get to the right side of the basket. Gardner shooting two. He was one for one from the line in the first half. Has five points, 17-14 remaining. Free throw, good. That's Jayden kind of a Gardner. jump shot from the free yeah. throw line. He leaves the floor when he shoots his free throw. He was out early, very early before the game, going through a very precise routine, getting ready. He's an impressive young man in the way he prepares himself. That one's up and in. So Gardner now with seven. ECU cuts the lead back to 14. Make it 13, 38-25. A little slow on the scoreboard here tonight. And Gardner out for a breather. Yeah, Lede, Lede just came in for him. Stevenson looking to play it in against full court pressure. Gets it into Haynes Jones. He's got Sean Williams right up on him. Waits for his teammates to clear, so he's got room to maneuver and brings it up. Still in backcourt, crosses the timeline. Crosses over, goes right. Keeps it on the right wing. And now we'll bring it back out front and reset. Gives it to McDuffie right in the middle of the court. Back right wing to Samaje. Off the screen by Echenique. Curls it at the top. Couldn't get off around the corner. Stevenson, hard pass, bad pass. Defender had his arm in front of Echenique, and he fired it in there anyway, and it got deflected away. Lede down the lane. Up with a runner. Blocked out of bounds by Echenique, or it just went flying out. Looks like they're... Signaling, yeah, it's going to stay with ECU. I thought for a moment he'd signaled the other way. Yeah, Shockers were reacting like they didn't touch it. Uh, that this just went off Lede's hands, but referee gave it to ECU. Fleming lobs it in to Spasayevic above the left wing. He hands it back to Fleming out front. Meat guard came in at the dead ball, replacing Echenique. Fleming dribbles right, gives it in front to Williams. Left wing to Foster. We've got a whistle away from the ball. They're going to call meat guard kind of over the back of Svasojevic, who was trying to post him. Yeah, Svasojevic had him locked up there on the low post. Uh, Midgard needs to get off of him, release him, and, and slip around because he's got McDuffie behind him. Asbjorn's second foul, third team foul of the half. Fleming trying to get it in, finally does in the left corner to Williams, dribbles it all the way back out front. Over on the right side of the floor to Fleming, just above the wing. Has a screen if he wants it. Tries to drive left. Now left side, Spasievic from 15. Good. Dimitri Spasievic with his second basket. That cuts the shocker lead back to 11, 38-27. Haynes Jones, handoff to Stevenson on the right side. Bounces deep on the right wing to Mitgard. Looked down on the block to McDuffie. Couldn't get in there. Hands it to Haynes Jones. Samaje right wing off a of Mitgard screen. Crosses over at the top. Right wing McDuffie. 10 to shoot, Marcus going one-on-one. Foster, I thought, made some contact, but the ball came loose. Foster gets the steal ahead to Fleming. Fleming driving under, reverse layup, rolls in. Yeah, got it in transition. Fleming drove down the right baseline, went all the way underneath the basket, and off the board and in. Dockers have gone a number of possessions now without scoring. They need a basket badly. 38-29, Wichita State by nine. McDuffie, three right corner, in and out. Rebound to Spasayevic for ECU. Oh, that look one looked that one looked like it was going down, but it just jumped out of the hole, out of the hole. Fleming driving, throws up a runner, missed it this time. Rebound, Eric Stevenson hands it off to Haynes Jones. Samaje quickly up court. Right in the middle of the floor, pulls it back out. Now dribbles off the screen to the top. Right wing, Dennis. 
Dexter back out front to Haynes Jones. Over to Stevenson, left side, above the arc. Brings it back to the middle. Now throws it left wing to McDuffie. Marcus for three. This time it's good. Right in front of some fans along the left sideline. That's McDuffie's second tray. He's got 14. Yeah, missed it from the right corner, but made it over there in the left corner. Shockers back up by 12 now. 41-29. Fleming looking for a driving angle. Stops right of the lane. Throws it out front to Lede over on the left wing to Sean Williams. He brings it to the middle, looking to get it down in the lane. A little scoop, partially blocked. Fosiemic had it deflected out of his hands, recovered by Stevenson. Eric's going to bring it up. He wanted to get it to Haynes Jones. It was covered. Up ahead to McDuffie. Right corner, Dennis. Open three. In and out. All the way around. Rebound. Meet guard, but had it slapped out of his hands. Yeah, he brought it down again, and the little 6-1 Sean Williams took it away from him. Williams driving. Out of control. Move. Ball lost. It's tied up on the floor, but they don't call the jump ball, and Fleming pulls it out of there. Brings it way back out front. Now ECU's got a man down, and they're going to stop the clock for the injury. It Sean, might be uh, Sean Williams yeah, down Sean, on the floor. Sean Williams got stepped on, or somebody landed on top of him. Timeout with 14.08 to go in the second half. Uh, this will be the under-16 timeout. So we will break away here. It's Wichita State, 41, ECU 29. At Shelter Insurance, we know landlords have to keep up with their renters, even if they're related. Mom, Dad, we just dropped by. Into, but he just stumbled a little bit and fumbled the ball. Gardner on a weave to Davis. Now to Foster coming back right to left. And Fleming it was over on the wing. Davis for three. No good off the back. Good cut. Boxed out by the Shockers. Ricky Torres got the rebound. Three gold shirts. Boxing that one off. Left corner, Haynes Jones. Up high to Echenique. One dribble gives it to Dexter Dennis. Right side of the floor. Now he'll hand it to Haynes Jones. Samaje near the right sideline off the screen by Echenique. Tried to take it in the lane. Does take it in the lane. Pull up from 10. Good. He is four for four from the field. He's got 11 points and the Shocker lead back to 14. Yeah, they got a taller guy on him. Fleming now, six foot four Fleming. And so it's hard for uh, Samaje to shoot over him. Davis above the right wing, right corner to Foster, down on the right block, muscles way in, Spasiewicz, and gets the reverse layup. Spasiewicz with six. It looked like a travel, and that's what Greg Marshall is saying to the referee uh, short as he goes by. Left wing, Dexter Dennis, way out front to Samaje Haynes Show. Shockers with the ball, up 12, 11 and a half minutes to go. Samaje toward the right wing, trying to use a screen by Echenique, a little crossover, right wing McDuffie, back to Samaje. Once again, Echenique comes up to set the high ball screen. Samaje couldn't get around it. Now drives it down the lane, goes all the way to the rim and gets the layup. It bounced and then fell in. Yeah, good drive by Samaje, but Echenique did a really nice job of sealing his man so the big guy couldn't come over and help on Samaje driving to the hoop. Samaje with 13. The Shocker lead is 14. Gardner at the high post, left elbow, facing up on Dennis. Now over to uh, Fleming for a three that wouldn't go. Rebound batted, controlled by ECU. Gardner got it out front to Spasievic. Little handoff to Fleming going left. Looks to drive it. Does drive all the way under, then circles, bounces it in the lane for KJ Davis. They're going to call a foul on Echenique trying to reach in and grab the pass. That will be his second, team's fifth of the half. We've got a timeout, 10.41 to go in the second half, and it's Wichita State 45, ECU 31. So far, each team has scored 11 points in the second half. Both teams have made one of four threes and two of two from the line, and both have four field goals. But Wichita State is four of nine, ECU four of 11. So a little edge for the Shockers on efficiency. They lead it 45-31. 
They have out-rebounded ECU 30-18, but six second-half turnovers gives them 10-8 for the Pirates. Yeah, Shockers need to take care of that basketball. They have six turnovers in this half. Yeah, ECU just one turnover, and uh, Shockers aren't getting to the offensive boards as easily this second half as they were in the first half. A foul right before the timeout, so ECU to play it in from the baseline into their own basket. Sean Williams gets it to the right baseline to Foster. He dribbles out of there with it and feeds out front to Williams again. Williams drives right off the screen, picked it up out front to a driving Davis, and it's blocked, but he was fouled before the block. Meat guard blocked the shot, but I think the foul is going to be on Stevenson, a grab on the drive to the basket. Yeah, no need for that foul. He had, uh, uh, had Meat guard right behind him, walling the play up, so uh, Eric just needs to keep his hands off there because Davis is going to have to put up a really tough shot there. Stevenson's second, team sixth of the half, K.J. Davis. Just under 64% from the line, clangs it off the back iron. Davis has a three-point field goal early in this half. Those are his only points of the game. A 6'5 sophomore from Portsmouth, Virginia. That one's up, and that one's good. So Davis gets one of two. He's got four points. The Shocker lead is 13. And Ricky Torres bringing it up against Sean Williams. Across the timeline, dribbles left, drives it, kicks it over to Jamarius Burton, puts it on the floor, brings it back up high. Jamarius looking for a screen, has one from meat guard. Now on the right wing, Torres, right corner, Stevenson, drives it, gets up in the air, took a lot of contact, rebound, meat guard, muscles it up and gets the follow. Yeah, tough drive by Stevenson, couldn't finish between two defenders, but meat guard cleaned it up for him and put a tough bucket in there off the glass. Asbjorn's first field goal. A good, strong finish on the offensive board. Spasievic back to the basket, backing his way in, trying to muscle in, jump hook, short rebound, meat guard. Kind of held him out with the body without reaching and then got the defensive rebound. At the top, Burton penetrating a little. Had meat guard, didn't see him. Stevenson now down on the block to meat guard. Looking to make a move in the lane, got bumped, gets the foul call. Spasajevic really banged him with the body. Couldn't get the jump hook to go or it would have been a three-point play opportunity. Yeah, they're going to look at this film and the guards are going to see a lot of opportunities where when they're coming off that pick and off the uh, big guy screen, the big guy's open, rolling to the basket. Midgar's been open a few times and Echenique's been open a few times. Actually, they called K.J. Davis for the reach there, helping out, and that's his fourth foul. Midgar, first of two, no good off the bat. He's now one of three from the line tonight, has three points, so get one more. Abasahan is in for Spasievic. Davis is out, and Fleming. Fleming in for him. As Bjorn with one more, he could make the lead 16 here. Got that one. So meet guard with four points. Wichita stayed up by 16. Their biggest lead was a very brief 17-point lead for one possession late in the first half. Trying to figure out who's guarding who here. The coach is frantically yelling at the guys. Basahan right side to Fleming, down on the right block. Gardner banging his way in, but was double-teamed. Has to kick it back out to Williams. 9.15 to go in the second half. Foster way out front. Left wing to Fleming. Looking to drive it. Stops in the lane. Little turnaround jump hook. Made a great move. But Isaac Fleming has 10. And a timeout. This is the first called timeout. It'll be a 30 expanded to a 1. We'll keep it here as this is not one of the four media timeouts. The Shocker Sports Grill and Lanes inside WSU's Radigan Student Center 
is your basketball headquarters. Come early and get the best parking for home games and enjoy freshly made burgers, sandwiches and salads, cold beer, and more. That's the Shocker Sports Grill and Lanes inside the Radigan Student Center. Think about them this Saturday when the Shockers play host to Tulane. Well, you know, ECU's not going away. They're, they're battling hard. I think they're doing a better job of, of passing and cutting and moving the ball from side to side. Their offense looks like it got a lot of energy after their half-kind talk because they're definitely moving the ball better and getting better shots this second half than they did in the first half. Isaac Fleming is a young man who spent two years at Hawaii before transferring here. Averaged nine and a half points per game both seasons there. One of those games was a 17-point outing against the Shockers in the, uh, what they call that? Diamond Head Diamond Classic. Head Classic. The Shockers finally won that game in overtime. Yeah, with a tip-in. That was a tip-in by... Uh, I don't remember uh, now. Uh, Richard. Richard got that tip-in, yeah. I think. But uh, he'd made a really beautiful move this last time down the floor, came down, showed the basketball, got Stevenson up in the air, and then he did a little spin move back and laid it in. He is really left-hand dominant, and what they've tried to do is overplay him and keep him from driving to the left, but he has an assortment of moves that allows him, like you said, the spin move there allowed him to start right, spin back around, and use the left hand. Yeah, they don't shoot a lot of three-pointers. They don't shoot the three-pointer very well, only 24% in AAC play. So what they do is they get a lot of movement in their offense, and then somebody's driving to the basket, or they're passing into the basket, and most of their shots, they're going towards the hoop when they shoot them. Wichita State will have it with 9.08 to go, leading by 14, coming out of this timeout called by ECU. Dino's Grill and Tap Works is a locally owned, one-of-a-kind sports bar located at the southeast corner of 21st and Webb Road. And for the last five years, Dino's has delighted fans with their 23 beers on tap, 23 great TVs, and homemade bar food. They look forward to seeing you for a game or happy hour at Dino's Grill and Tap Works, 21st and Webb. All right, their defense has been pretty good, the Shockers, uh, but they need to smooth out on offense and start knocking some shots in. They've got a nice 14-point lead, but... I'm sure Greg Marshall would like to get that thing up to 20. Shocker basketball, it'll be Stevenson, Burton, Haynes, Jones, McDuffie, and Meat Guard. ECU pressuring full court. Stevenson into Burton, and it's man pressure. So in fact, not even strong pressure on Burton. They back off. Gardner will be guarding Jamarius. Jamarius into the front court, gives it to McDuffie, popping out front. Marcus looks right, fires under to Meat Guard, who slams with both hands. Great pass by McDuffie. Really nice play. Midgard screened for Samaje, and ECU got switched up on the switch, and Midgard was wide open. Asbjorn was six, the Shockers by 16, 50 to 34. Fleming at the top to Abasahan, left wing to Williams, dribbles to the middle, gives it up right side to Fleming. Back over on the right wing to Foster. Back out front to Fleming, looking to drive it in the lane. Back out front, Foster launches a three, and he was fouled, uh, I think, by McDuffie, who just kind of stumbled into it. It was uh, kind of a push, and he'll get three shots. Just a cardinal sin to foul a three-point shooter, and that was late in the shot clock. And uh, Marcus McDuffie, I don't think he's ever done that another time this year. His first foul of the night, seventh team foul. This will be two, this will be three shots for Tyler Foster. First one is up and good. Foster is only 53% on the year, 18 of 34. He's a 6'5 freshman from Baltimore, averaging about 16 minutes a game. And he's only six of 30 from the three-point line, uh, 20%. So the last guy you want to foul taking a three. He's made both of them so far. He gets one more. Meat guard out. Gets a nice hand from Greg Marshall. 
And Echenique back in. Foster could cut the lead to 13 here. And it's up. And this one bounces off. Rebound Echenique. Good box out. So the Shocker lead will be 14. Foster now with five points in the game. 50 to 36 as Jamarius Burton brings it up. Gives left of the key to McDuffie. Drives it, kicks in the corner. Stevenson, open three, missed it, but a foul. And Foster just repeated the same mistake that he received at the other end as he stepped into Stevenson releasing the shot. And Stevenson missed the three. It was a nice drive and kick by McDuffie. Got Stevenson a wide open three, but he's been a little off the mark today. But uh, ECU bailed him out by fouling him. He's going to go to the line for three free throws. First one's up. Good. That is Eric's first point of the night. ECU's only committed four fouls in the second half, but the Shockers have had five, and this will be six and seven free throws off those four fouls. That one's up. Good. Stevenson, two for two at the line. Rod Brown's going to check in. McDuffie will get a breather. And he's putting Brown in so McDuffie can get a little breather. He'll probably stay out till the under eight timeout, so he'll get a long break here without missing too much of the game. Stevenson's free throw, he made all three of his. Foster only made two of three, so the Shockers trade three points for two and lead by 17, 53-36, matching their biggest lead of the night. Fleming in the front court, dribbles right, little handoff to Foster, handoff to Williams, over to, Foster, to Fleming. Fleming dribbling left, hands it off to Foster. Foster crossover drive, throws up a wild shot, and Echenique did a nice job of getting back to the board and pulling it down. Burton drives it up court, down the lane, all the way to the basket, and draws the foul. It's going to be on Gardner, his third, but a strong drive by Jamarius Burton in transition. That will take us to the under-eight timeout with Burton going to the line and Wichita State leading by a score of 53-36. to 36. When Coke Industries seeks new talent for its workforce, it travels all of two miles from its global headquarters to Wichita State University. The team at Coke is filled with shock. 7.47 still to go in the second half at Wichita State with a 17-point lead, 53-36. The Shockers taking a dominant position on the boards, out-rebounding ECU by 16, 34-18. Shockers shooting 43% for the game, including 5 of 15 from 3. They've made 6 of their 12 shots in the second half, and they are 12 of 15 for 80% from the free throw line. They'll add a couple of attempts onto that number as Jamarius Burton is going to the line for 2 after the third foul whistled against Jaden Gardner tonight for ECU. Shockers up by 17, Burton to the line for the first time, has two points on a field goal in the first half. He's been in some foul trouble tonight, hasn't played that much yet, in fact, just 10 minutes out of the first 32-plus. Jamarius Burton from the free throw line, shooting 71.4% on the year. First of two, good. JB with three. He's been really good from the line lately. That's seven of seven over the last four games. That's 21 of his last 24 over the last 11 contests. One more coming for the freshman from Charlotte. That one's in and out. Kept alive by Rod Brown, but controlled by Foster for ECU. So the Pirates with the ball down by 18. Biggest deficit they've faced tonight. Out on the right side of the floor, it's Foster dribbling left. Goes left wing to Fleming. Fleming 
Kicks it back over to Foster, right of the key. Foster going down low, bounces it out. They swing it to Williams for a three, good. Sean Williams with his first three-point basket of the night. He's got seven, that cuts the lead to 15. Jamarius Burton in the front court at the top. He's looking for Echenique inside. Haynes Jones for three, answers. Samaje with a three to answer the three by Williams. Samaje now with 16, still has not missed a shot. Wichita State by 18 again. Finally a three-pointer. Seven minutes to go. Fleming behind the back pass to Gardner, had to recover it. Now bangs his way into Echenique. Going to call a block on Jaime. He went down, and certainly the contact was initiated by Gardner, but Jaime didn't do a very good job of staying right in front of him with his feet set. Yeah, he's 6'5", 240 pounds, but uh, Gardner's got a quick first step. He's a very quick jumper, hard, hard guy to stay in front of. Third foul on Echenique, eighth team foul of the half, so this will be a one-and-one one for Gardner. Spasojevic is back in for ECU. Gardner from the line tonight, three for three, has seven points, came in averaging 18.2 per game. Front ends up and good. Again, he's a 76% free throw shooter, and he gets to the line a lot, eight and a half times per game. Yeah, he's in a top 10 nationally for free throw attempts. Gets one more here. Wichita State's lead is 17 with 6.54 to go. Gardner ready, puts it up, missed this one off the back. Rebound deflected but recovered by Eric Stevenson for Wichita State. A couple of shockers kind of knocked each other off of it, but Stevenson was there to pick it up. Burton into the front court, off the screen by Echenique, drives left, drives all the way to the basket and then missed the shot. Tried to go up with the right hand on the left side, might have gotten partially blocked. Yeah, I think K.J. Davis got a block on it from behind. Fleming penetrating, back to Spasievic, 17-footer, way short. Burton chases down the long rebound, drives it up the left sideline, into the front court, looking cross court, out front, Haynes Jones, shot fake, pulls up, 15-footer, good. He still has not missed, Samaje with 18, and Joe Dooley again wants a timeout for ECU as the Shockers have their biggest lead of the night at 19. I think this will be a 30, we'll keep it here. Medica Health Plans are a different kind of healthy plan. Quality coverage created for people, not for profit, and trusted by over a million members. They have big plans for you. Take a look soon at Medica Health Plans. Oh, that was a really pretty move by Samaje Haynes-Jones. The ball got kicked out to him, and he looked like he was gonna toe up for a long three-pointer, made a little shot fake, and then went right by his defender and left him in the dust and pulled up just inside the free throw line on the right side. That's his little sweet spot. He likes shooting that pull-up jumper right inside the free throw line. He is seven for seven from the field, two for two from three, two for two from the line. 18 points, three rebounds, and I believe two, yeah, two assists, no turnovers. Now that's a good comeback after the uh, Tulsa game. He was one for nine, oh for six from three in that Tulsa game. So good to see him come out and really light it up offensively tonight. 59 to 40, Wichita State. 6-19 still to go. Foster playing it in for ECU. Up court, almost picked off, but Spasievic got it back to Foster. Foster along the left side of the floor. Gives it out front to Fleming. Fleming dribble handoff to Davis. Davis started left. Standing dribble out front. Left wing now to Fleming. Isaac Fleming off the screen, takes the lane, will pull up over Stevenson, rolls out, and Meatguard fighting for it, recovers the rebound and clears to Haynes Jones. Yeah, good job by Meatguard going on, getting that loose ball. That rebound came all the way down to the floor. Vajay takes it in the keyhole, pulls it back out as he was cut off at the free throw line. 
Right side of the floor, a little fake, penetrating a little bit, pulls it back out. Right wing, Rod Brown, back out to Haynes Jones. Left side of the floor, Stevenson has a screen for meat guard. Dribbles up top, throws it on the right wing to Brown for three, bounces short, rebound Dexter Dennis. Got pushed as he put it up, no call. Batted out by meat guard to Haynes Jones. Gets in the lane, out in the corner. Brown back to Haynes Jones. The Shockers can run a little clock now as we're inside five and a half minutes. Yeah, Brown thought about shooting that one on the left side, but he was wide open, but he kicked it back out to the guards. Smudge in the lane, circles back out to the wing. 15 on the shot clock. Meat guards setting a screen. Now Haynes Jones down in the lane. Little finger roll, and he missed it. The first shot he's missed tonight, but the rebound gets batted to Dexter Dennis. Yeah, Asbjorn Midgard batted it out to Dexter Dennis, so a third possession here on this trip down the floor. Smadje handling it out front, grimaced a little bit as he caught the ball, but seems to be okay. Working on the dribble at the top. On the right wing, Brown, back out to Haynes Jones. 4.48 to go, the Shockers up by 19. Haynes Jones penetrating. Steps back and fires, bounces off. Meat guard keeping that one alive, and it bats up at this time. Fleming comes up with it at the other end, leans between two defenders and draws the foul. I think it's gonna be on Stevenson. And Samaje hobbling just a little bit. Might have turned an ankle just slightly. He's oh, going to get called for the foul, his Shock- first. Shocker's got some good looks down there on that possession, last possession. A, a layup attempt by Dexter Dennis, a layup attempt by Samaje Haynes-Jones, a wide-open jumper by Rod. So uh, a lot of good shots at the hoop, but couldn't, couldn't put it down. Samaje's going to come out. 4.36 to go. And... Two shots for Isaac Fleming coming. It's Meatguard Brown, Dexter Dennis, Eric Stevenson, but uh, Samaje's going to come out. McDuffie's getting ready to come back in. I think Jamarius Burton's going to go in. Free throw by Fleming is no good. Off the, oh, it oh. is good. It hit the back, went way up in the air and bounced in. That's his first free throw attempt. Gives him 11 points. Uh, line change this time by the Shockers. <laughs> Four guys coming in. Echenique, McDuffie, Burton, and Torres joining Dexter Dennis in for the first time tonight for ECU. Rico Quinton, a 6'9 freshman from New Bern, Tennessee, who's only played in four games previously this year. Free throw by Fleming, short this time, but the rebound to Gardner. Out to Hill, long three, in and out, and the rebound to Echenique for the Shockers. That's at least 10 rebounds now for Jaime Echenique. Torres driving it, left wing to Burton. Marius gets a screen from Echenique, drives it, kicks it right wing. Three by Dennis, good! Dexter Dennis with a three. That's his second three-point basket. He's got seven points, and the Shockers lead 62-41. to yeah, Nice pass by Jamarius Burton, and Dexter Dennis shot that with a lot of confidence. In the front court, Fleming, standing dribble, left wing to Foster. Looks under. Gardner trying to post. Gardner in traffic, got Torres up in the air, and Ricky fouled him. Yeah, Ricky was in the right spot, but Greg Marshall's got his hands out saying, why? In other words, why did you jump up in the air? He was in perfect position to double-team Gardner, but Ricky left the floor like he was going to block that one. That'll take it to the under-four timeout. 3.55 remaining here in Greenville. Wichita State 62, ECU 43. Sign by the X. Saul. For X, X marks the spot. X is going to give it to you. Your ho- Take the basket. Yes. Yes, he did. Okay, I didn't see it go in. So it's a three-point play. He's got 11. Wichita State leads it by 18. Torres in front court. Works on the dribble. Fleming 
kind of sliding in front of him, then went down, and Isaac Fleming will get the foul. That's only his, actually his third, but it's only the sixth team foul on ECU. Yeah, he was hugging uh, Torres all the way up the court and finally got the foul called. Wichita State at that timeout, now shooting 45% for the half, 42 for the game, 7 of 18, 39% from three, and 13 of 17 free throws. Jamarius Burton, left wing, with a screen for Mechanique, uses it, curls to the top, was looking for the pick and roll, now left wing McDuffie, long three, bounces off, and the rebound to Gardner for ECU. Clears it ahead to Fleming, Fleming into the front court, left wing, looking to the block. Drops it down there for Quentin, and they're going to call a foul on Echenique over the back of Rico Quentin. Yeah, Fourth Quentin did foul. a good job of uh, putting Echenique on his back, and he really had him pinned. Jaime tried to jump over him and uh, deflect that pass coming in and got called for the foul. His fourth, two shots for Quentin. Rico Quentin, 6'9", 240, a freshman from New Bern, Tennessee. He has not shot a free throw this year. Free throw is no good off the bat. Quentin in the four games that he has played, averaging 1.3 points per game. He's made two of seven from the field, including one of five three-pointers. One more shot coming here. Echenique with a game-high 10 rebounds, but still needs two points to get a double-double. He only has eight points tonight. Quentin's second free throw is also no good. Too hard, rebound batted, controlled by meat guard for Wichita State. So nothing out of that trip down for ECU, Wichita State with the ball, still up 18. Samaje Haynes-Jones back in the game, has it right side of the floor, has a screen, now uses it, curls to the top, left wing to Jamarius Burton. Shot clock down to 12, game clock just over three minutes. Burton left wing to Dennis, Dexter with eight to shoot. Back to Jamarius Burton, going to try to make a play off the dribble, drives it down the lane, kicks it out, open three for McDuffie. No good. Rebound, meet guard, and he'll kick it back out. Didn't have the angle for the shot. Clears it out to Burton. Again, they'll run some more clock inside three minutes now with the Shockers up by 18. Yeah, smart play by mid guard to get that ball back to a guard. Now Burton driving. Goes all the way to the basket. He was fouled on the way in, and this will be a one-and-one one for Jamarius Burton. By the way, Meatguard with two more rebounds now has 10 himself, so he and Echenique each have 10. Foul on Foster that time. His nice hesitation third. move by uh, Burton that time on him. Jamarius Burton, one of two from the free throw line, has three points. Front end of the one and one is good. So he'll get another. Wichita State now 14 of 18 from the free throw line, 78%. Gardner and Fleming go out for ECU. And Jamarius Burton can make this a 20-point lead. Marcus McDuffie checks out probably for the last time with 14 points tonight. Rod Brown back in. So it is now, and Torres in for Haynes Jones. Samaje, what a night he had. 18 denied, only missed one shot. No turnovers. Burton, one more free throw now. And play good defense. In and out this time, rebound ECU. Pirates hurrying it up court. Wade handling the ball, about two and a half minutes to go. Picked up his dribble. Now Quentin off the left side of the lane. He's going to turn and shoot it and rattles it in and out. Rebound was tipped and grabbed by meat guard off to Torres. Eli Farrakhan getting ready to check in for the Shockers. Torres right wing off the screen by meat guard. Feeds left side to Burton. Jamarius has a screen from meat guard at the top. Pulled it back. Left wing Dennis. Three by Dexter. In off the back. Rebound batted up in the air and finally controlled by ECU. Addison Hill came down with it ahead to Wade. 
Just over two minutes to play. Wade down the lane, hooks a pass out to Quentin. He shoots from long range and hits a three. No, two. He was on the line. Yeah, he's so only shot seven times this whole year. That's already his second shot here in the last couple of minutes, so he's going to get his shots up. Shockers by 17 with the ball. Ricky Torres drives into the free throw circle. Pulls up from 15, bounces short, fighting forward. Hill comes out with it again. Torres going on the floor after it, and Hill managed to save to Quentin up court to Wade. Wade right sideline. Standing dribble, comes to the middle, down into the lane. 15-footer foul circle short. Rebound Jamarius Burton for Wichita State. Up along the left sideline into the front court. Holds on to it for a moment, and a timeout called by Greg Marshall. Just long enough, he wants to get Isaiah Porbear Chandler and Eli Farrakhan into the game with a minute 20 to go. Meet guard and Burton come out, so it'll be Farrakhan, Torres, Dennis, Brown, and Porbear Chandler for Wichita State. Yeah, Meat guard played 19 minutes. I wasn't sure he was going to play a lot because they have smaller uh, frontline guys, and I thought the game might be a little too, too quick for him, but Meat guard played uh, 19 minutes and did a good job out there. Six points, 11 rebounds for Asbjorn Meatguard. 11 rebounds by far, a career high for him. Now uh, Jacob Hers is going to be in for Wichita State as well. Gets it into Farrakhan, just over a minute to go. Eli dribbling left, goes left wing to Torres. Gets a screen from Poor Bear. And back on the pick and roll to Poor Bear, goes to the rim and lays it in with his left hand. Yeah, a nice pass by Ricky Torres and a beautiful left hand layup by Poor Bear. Taking some contact. That could have been an and one. Wichita State by 19. On the right wing, Wade. The swing at left wing. Wade has it again. Crossover dribble, looking to take Farrakhan on the dribble. Now picks it up. Out front, Hill into the lane. Cut off by Torres. Left wing, back out front. And that jumper is good. A three by Tay Hardy, a 6'2 freshman from Ellenwood, Georgia, in his first appearance in the game. Shockers by 16, and just a little bit more time than the shot clock. Brown driving, dishes it out, out front to Torres. About a seven second difference between the shot clock and the game clock. Jacob Hurz in the right corner, drives baseline, cut off, throws it in the lane to Poor Bear, takes it to the rim, got it partially blocked, and the rebound to Addison Hill for ECU. Hill up across the timeline to Watley and walk on. Left side, Hardy down to eight seconds. Hardy drives the lane, kicks it cross court. Three on the way while Wade is short. Rebound Farrakhan with two seconds to play. He'll dribble out the clock. And the Shockers have their first true road win of the season. A 16-point win over ECU here in Greenville. Final score, Wichita State 65, ECU 49. Stay tuned for the Hyatt Regency of Wichita postgame show. It's time again to go inside the number. Listen for all WSU Shocker basketball games on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Greenville, North Carolina and our Hyatt Regency of Wichita postgame show. Your drive home from the game is brought to you by Kansas Land Tire and Service where great tires and professional auto service are always a slam dunk. Wichita State, a 65-49 win here tonight over ECU. It's the Shockers' first true road win of the year. Evens their record at 11-11 on the season. The 16-point margin is the Shockers' third largest of the year. They beat Rice by 29, Oral Roberts by 21, and their third hard, highest margin had been 11 on Saturday against Tulsa. 16-point win on the road feels pretty good. 
Well, you know, they, we talked about it before the game that uh, rebounding and getting loose balls will carry you when you're not shooting well. And tonight was a perfect example of that. Shocker's only shooting 39%, uh, 33% from three. Had a hard time knocking down an open three. But they were carried by their defense, by their rebounding, by their hustle. Held ECU to under 35%, out-rebounded them by 19. That is their largest rebound margin of the year, two more than the Southern Miss game and their fifth double-figure rebound margin of the season. The Shockers were just swarming the boards at, on both ends uh, all night long. Uh, they used their height advantage to really get that uh, to get that uh, rebounding, uh, the win the battle of the boards, let's say, and it really helped them on the offensive end. And, and then they, they limited uh, ECU to one shot most of the time. They didn't get very many second chances. Certainly have to mention Samaje Haynes-Jones. He's going to be our star of the game. And just not only that he made seven of nine shots, and he made his first seven before he missed the last couple, at 18 points, four rebounds, two assists, no turnovers. I mean, just almost a perfect game in 33 minutes and just had everything under control the entire time. Yeah, I pointed it out in the first half or at halftime. I think Samaji did a really nice job. Uh, he's jogging back. He just went off TV, must have interviewed him over there on ESPN News. Uh, but he did a really good job of pushing it when they had an advantage. And when they saw that there wasn't an advantage, he would back it out and set up the play and run one of their sets. So, And that's what you, point, you want your point guard to do. You want him to recognize when you got it, when you don't have it. Play fast when it's there. Play slower when it's not. Good, solid win for the Shockers, and they didn't play great. Didn't play exceptional on the offensive end anyway. We talked about in the first half there were some opportunities where they brought the ball down in traffic, got balls knocked away. They had a little flurry of turnovers early in the second half, but only ended up with 10 for the game. And all in all, as you said, Bob, they, they won it with doing the things that, that travel, defense, rebounding, hustle. Yeah, they, they didn't uh, shoot particularly well this game. Missed a lot of open three-pointers. Made enough, though. To, to get that uh, get that 10-point uh, advantage uh, in this first half, but uh, missed a lot of open looks, uh, missed a lot of uh, easy ones inside. They just didn't go up strong enough to make them. But uh, that being said, uh, boy, they played some really good defense. It was hard for ECU to really get a, a decent shot, and they did a nice job on Gardner. He w had to work very hard to get his shots. What do you have? Uh, just four shot attempts, so they did a great job of holding him down. And, uh, and then, of course, we talked about the boards. They did a really super job on the boards. Shockers with just their second three-game winning streak of the season. You have to go back to right at the end of non-conference play as they even the record at 11-11. The game recap is brought to you by Bill and Nika Cummings. Cummings and Cummings are your criminal defense and DUI attorneys in Wichita. Give them a call at 264-1548 or visit BillCummingsLLC.com. Cummings and Cummings Law, where your needs always come first. Bob and I will continue from Greenville on the Hyatt Regency of Wichita post-game show. Hey, Shocker Nation. Now's the time to recharge with the Hyatt Regency Wichita. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance and Wichita see Sandra Means, Fern Harding, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine in Mulvane see Kirk Farber in El Dorado see Rebecca Shum. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back once again to Greenville, North Carolina, Wichita State with a 65-49 win over ECU tonight. Moves the Shockers once again to 11-11 and 11 overall, 4-6 and six in the American Conference. And with 
UConn's loss at Temple tonight, 81-63. The Shockers now tied with UConn at 4-6 and six and ahead of Tulsa ECU and Tulane. Coming up tomorrow night, 4-5 and five SMU hosting 5-4 and four USF and 5-4 and four Memphis hosting 8-1 and one Cincinnati. So the Shockers could be moving up a little more on some of the other teams just directly in front of them in the conference standing. Uh, yeah, and got a winnable game coming up. Saturday they play Tulane at 7 o'clock, and then they've got a week off, kind of a, a weird... Uh, part of the schedule where they play Saturday, then they don't play till the following Sunday, and that's a big one. That's at Cincinnati. So Shockers have three wins in a row and looking to, to get to Lane Saturday and make a four in a row. Well, the day after any Shocker win, it's a party at Tad's locker room, and depending on how many points the Shockers score, you get a discount with 65 points for the win tonight. The discount tomorrow is 10% off all Shocker merchandise at either Tad's location east or west you'll always be happy to say i got it at tad's let's go inside the numbers with a look at the final stats brought to you by bkd cpas and advisors everyone needs a trusted advisor who's yours the shockers tonight not shooting it great 39 percent on 22 of 56 7 of 21 from three for 33 percent but a good 74 percent from the line on 14 of 19. meanwhile they held ecu to 34.6 percent on 18 of 52, just 4 of 14 from 3, and only 9 of 15 from the free throw line. The number, number that really jumps out, plus 19 on the boards, 46-27. The Shockers had 15 offensive rebounds to 7, and only 10 turnovers. ECU only had 8 themselves, 12 assists on 22 field goals. The leading scorer, Samaje Haynes-Jones, with 18. He also had four rebounds, two assists, no turnovers, seven of nine from the field, two of two from three, two of two from the line. Marcus McDuffie with 14 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals. That gives Marcus 101 steals in his Shocker career. He's just the 16th player in Wichita State history with 100 steals. And rounding out the scoring, eight points and ten rebounds for Jaime Echenique. Seven points, four rebounds, Dexter Dennis. Six points, career-high 11 rebounds for Asbjorn Meetgard. And then four points for Jamarius Burton. Three for Eric Stevenson. Three for Ricky Torres. And two for Isaiah Poorbear Chandler. For ECU, their leading scorers were Isaac Fleming and Jaden Gardner, who, Gardner, who each totaled 11 points. But as Bob mentioned, the Shockers held Gardner to four field goal attempts. To his credit, he wasn't forcing a freshman who's a very good scorer. But every time he caught the ball, there were two people around him. They did a great job of just not giving him opportunities to look at the basket. You know, and that was one of the things that uh, Greg Marshall uh was frustrated with early in the season is the guys couldn't take a game plan and then and then put it in play out on the court and tonight they had a game plan to start Gardner and they did a great job of uh, taking that game plan from practice and executing it in the game they made it very difficult to Gardner uh, to get the ball and then when he got it he always had a guy and a half or two guys on him and different guys on him uh, started with Echenique, uh, Mickard, Gardner a lot and Dexter Dennis was on him a lot in the second half and did a nice job. Wichita State actually had built its lead to 17 right at the end of the first half, and then ECU on the very last play of the half hit a three to cut it to 14 at halftime. They hit another three to start the second half, got it to 11, but then the Shockers came down and hit a three to get it right back to 14. And from that point on, I don't think it was ever closer than 12. So hard to say when the Shockers really put it in the deep freeze, but here's our choice for the put it in the deep freeze play of the game brought to you by Litton's Appliance. Marius Burton in the front court at the top. 
Hawks looking for Echenique inside. Haynes Jones for three. Answers. Samaje with a three to answer the three by Williams. Samaje now with 16. Still has not missed a shot. Wichita State by 18 again. And they go on to win by 16. 65-49. Defensive player of the game. Brought to you by Gotcha Covered Window Treatments. If you're looking for a high quality window treatment from the top manufacturers in the industry at 30 to 50% off retail, then call Dan at 316-612-7000 or go to gotchacoveredofwichita.com for a free in-home consultation. Mention the Shockers and receive an additional 10% off any order. Well, you can make an, uh, an argument. McDuffie, I thought he played a really good defensive game. I thought Samaje played a good defensive game. Uh, Dexter did a good job on Gardner in the second half. But I'm going to go with the two bigs. I'm going to go with Echenique and Midgard because I thought they really jammed up that middle and uh, they bothered shots, they blocked shots, and they did a nice job of just jamming things up in there. You know, and, and we talked about uh, denying Gardner shots, but they tried to drive the lane a lot. You talked about that in the first half. They were really trying to go downhill and take it to the basket, and the big guys were stopping them from just getting to the basket, and then when they had to stop in the lane, other guys were reaching in there, knocking balls loose or, or forcing them to pass it back out. And, Mike, they were stopping them without fouling. You know, early in the season, they would have brought their hands down trying to block the shot this now they got their arms straight up and they walled themselves up defensively and made guys shoot difficult shots over them so they did a nice job of walling up without the fouling so the defensive player award from got you covered goes to Jaime and Asbjorn who combined also for 21 rebounds in this game and made six of 11 shots from the field well you can say the five position they got uh, let's see 16 points between those two and poor bear Chandler 20 four rebounds or no 20 21 rebounds so uh, pretty good out of the five spot again our star of the game Samaje Haynes Jones hopefully have a chance to talk to him in a little bit and Greg Marshall will join us as well we will continue on the Hyatt Regency post-game show from Greenville right after this listen to or download a podcast of WSU Shocker Basketball on KEYN.com or iTunes or Google Play Final score tonight in Greenville, Wichita State 65, ECU 49. The Shockers with a 16-point win. And we've been talking about how Greg Marshall has been looking more and more for things he can depend on from this team, starting to see more of that. And that's obviously something you look for anytime you're buying a service. And over almost 40 years now, Chapara's Carpet Outlet and Flooring Superstore has proven that there's someone you can count on. High-quality materials, whether it be carpet, laminate, hardwood, vinyl planking, anything to put on your floors, they have in large supply quality materials at great everyday prices. And the workmanship, the people that help you is first rate all the way. So when you need flooring, just remember, every day's a savings day at Jabara's. Wichita State now at 11 and 11 overall, four and six in the conference with these three straight wins, and certainly a good opportunity to extend that winning streak with a game against Tulane Saturday at home. No disrespect to Tulane, but they still have not won a conference game. They've been struggling lately, and the Shockers have been playing very well at home. I know they'll be pumped up, and you talked about it before the game a little bit, Bob. There's just a whole different feel when you've been winning. This whole trip on the plane, on the bus, at shoot-around, there's just been a a, a whole lot more fun atmosphere, guys interacting in a much different way. Well, you know, coaching, as long as I did, I learned one thing. Winning is more fun than losing. And, <laughs> you know, you could, when, when a team wins, 
uh, it just brings them together. They're all looser, and uh, just just everything's better, you know. So uh, getting a three-game winning streak uh, is going to really help this team and, and bring them together. And uh, one of the guys that uh, helped uh, win these three games in a row just sat down next to us, Samaje. Samaje Haynes-Jones, our star of the game, presented by the Kansas Lottery. And Samaje, one of the things that we thought was especially outstanding about your play in this game, forget all the shots you made, but just the tempo. You, you pushed the ball but recognized when it wasn't there and pulled it back out and just really kept a nice flow going, we thought, the whole game. Most definitely. Uh, that's just <coughs> being staying poised, knowing to pick your spots, and that's for myself and for my team, making sure you know we get a good shot, if we get a rebound, pull it back out, and get another good shot. Certainly one thing that's become <coughs> another element of scoring for this team is Jaime and, and uh, Asbjorn on the pick and roll. They're starting to become more effective with that, and I could see you looking for that always tonight. It's kind of a first option. Most definitely. Uh, they they, they're they very efficient down there. Uh, they know they got good moves. They'll finish it. Um, it's got to be a little stronger, but at the end of the day, you want to go to them first because that's a higher percentage shot more than a three or anything else. Coach Marshall has leaned on you and Marcus to do a lot of the leading here this year because you're the two seniors back. Uh, tell the listening audience, what are some of the things that you do to help those younger guys on the court, off the court? Uh, one thing is just staying confident. You know, uh, this year's been up and down, uh, just trying to keep their confidence up every day and uh, playing for a whole 40 minutes. Uh, this is D Division One basketball, and, you know, it's going to be a game of runs sometime, but you got to just keep the same intensity on defense, and that's where it starts out. And, you know, just talking to them in, on the individual time, you know, making sure they're good, and uh, if they need anything, they can call me or anything. You know, a lot of times the younger guys don't know how hard you got to work in practice to be a successful player and a successful team, and it takes for them a, a long time to learn that, isn't it? Most definitely. Uh, I feel like... Uh, uh, GM, he does a great job of doing that, you know, keeping the intensity high with his voice and uh, making us run when we make mistakes, not just because we may, uh, win a game. He's always going to uh, show us film and show us our mistakes, make us, you know, stay humble, you know what I'm saying? Just because we won three games, we're not the best team. We're just now hitting 500 again. So, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get back and watch film and just keep progressing. I've got to ask you what you kind of what goes through your mind. You had a tough game in a way against Tulsa on Saturday. You only made one of nine shots, but the one shot you made was a huge shot at the end of the shot clock after they had taken an eight-point lead and got you started on a 10-0 run. So some of those days when the shots aren't falling like you'd like, what do you keep telling yourself, or, or how do you handle that? Uh, staying confident. Um, <clears throat> I know I'm a good shooter no matter no matter what's going on on the floor. I know that at the end of shot clocks, I know that I can do that. I've been doing it my whole life. So, you know, just doing other things rather than just scoring. If I'm not scoring, playing good defense, uh, you know, making sure my team's in the right positions when we're running plays, all those little things. Yeah, it appears to me that you and Marcus are doing a lot of talking to the other players out on the court when, during free throws, when you're breaking timeouts, uh, making sure everybody knows who they're guarding, making sure when they know what play we're running and what defense you're in. I see, you know, you got Jamari is talking a little bit more now, most too, definitely. so it's starting to rub off. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, when you're on the court, you got to make sure all five guys are in sync because, you know what I'm saying, one person go down and not know the set, the whole set's blown. Or even on the defensive side, one person doesn't do it, their job, uh, it's blown. So we got to make sure everybody's uh, key together, and that's, it starts with talking. 
you just said, you just pointed out that you've won three games in a row. That doesn't mean this team has just suddenly arrived and now we're just a whole lot better than we were. But, oh, but is there a feeling, a different feeling now, a little more hope, a little more confidence, a little more positive outlook about oh, what's Almost definitely. After a win, you're going to feel good. At the end of the day, you're going to feel good. This, this ride home is going to feel good. And But just staying humble at the end of the day is where it all, you know what I'm saying, uh, watching film and uh, getting there, working hard for practice so we can – feel this way every time at the end of a game you know we've had a lot of long uh, quiet rides home from, yeah. the, from the east coast so it's going to be nice to have this one tonight most definitely <laughs> yeah great job Samaje. great thanks job Samaje. thanks for joining thanks. us Samaje haynes jones our star of the game presented by the kansas lottery remember for the entire month of february get two times the points every time you submit a powerball ticket into your play on account visit kslottery.com for details and head coach Greg Marshall presented by State Farm when teammates help each other on the court great things happen State Farm here to help life go right coach kind of interesting in this win and the way you want it that you talked about a lot of these things on your radio show Monday night even before the game again today the things that travel defense rebounding hustle plays can win for you on the road you didn't have a great shooting game but you win by 16. This looks like an old Winthrop and old Wichita State box score. I mean, we were we were good enough offensively, and that's 39%, 33% from three and 74% from the line. But the key is how we dominated the glass, plus 19, and held them to 49 points. And, you know, you're going to score 50 most nights. So when you can hold teams to 49, 34%, and 29% from three, and dominate the glass, get that many extra attempts, then you've, you've done something right. And tonight uh, we had tremendous defensive effort by uh, our guys. And then specifically, I think De Dexter Dennis doing a good job on Gardner. Um, Jamie, on the very first play of the game, walled him up a little bit, and he didn't score over the length. And then when Dexter came in, he got an opportunity to guard him. Uh, I thought Samaje was was a maestro running the ball screen offense, uh, looking for his offense. And then we had the roll a couple of times, and we got a Ricky or JB who would hit the roll guy. But Samaje was dynamite getting to the rim or just making that little pull-up, made both his threes and his uh, free throws. So it was a good team effort, the best we've played on the road in a while. And, you know, again, we played a gauntlet to begin the, the, the deal. And now um, we're getting some teams that, have some youth and inexperience issues just like us and it's great to go on the road and get a victory it feels it feels a little odd it's been so long but uh you know it's, it's also a very familiar feeling you know early in the season i know you're really frustrated because you'd have a game plan but you were having a hard time taking the game plan from practice and from film onto the court during the games. And tonight it seemed like you took the defensive game plan and executed it. Yeah, we really did. Uh, Tyson Waterman did a nice job on the scout. And um, I told Mark Adams, uh, the, the ESPN uh, color man who had the game tonight and, and shoot around, I said, it's so difficult this year because we, we, we basically, are, our hands are tied on the things that we can do during a game uh, from a scouting report and game plan uh, perspective because they don't change very well on the fly. You know, if you tell them in a media timeout, it, sometimes they, it doesn't translate to the court. And then they blow it and you're upset and you go, man, we just said, you know, we're going to do this and you, you still did that. And when you do that, you get exposed. 
and uh, it's just it's just been difficult. But again, they're they're getting better. Uh, we executed a few sets tonight beautifully. We got a couple of dunks and layups, uh, wide open uh, three point opportunities, and then our breakdown offense is getting better. Well, certainly it's a whole different feel. It was a different feel at shoot around today. Just. Uh, the attention was there, you know, winning certainly begets some positive things that can help you start to get through to them a little better also. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're closing in on 500 uh, in the conference. We are 500 overall, and, you know, we, we still are riding a three-game win streak, and we get to play at home this Saturday. So things are, things are going in our, in our favor, uh, but, again, w this, is a, this is a work in progress. Our goal as a team is to make folks forget the end of December and January and now start to remember February and March, and that's all we can do. And one thing I know you'd be gratified to hear, Samaje just said, Coach does a great job. Yeah, we've won three in a row, but he's still going to point out the things, that m the mistakes we made, the things that need to get better. We can't ever, we have to stay humble. We can't ever think that we've arrived. Just oh, no, we won oh, no, not games. at all. You, because you play against the game, and, you know, you strive for perfection. Oftentimes you can achieve excellence, and we're going to get back, and there's going to be a lot of positives I can point out, and, and, and they love hearing those things mm -hmm. now. But there's also going to be some plays where we didn't secure the ball or we did have a, a, a mental lapse and, and we let a guy get free or whatever. Uh, we fouled a little too much in the second half. And I'm going to point those things out because you play against the game and then wins and losses take care of themselves. Coach, thank you. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. All right. Greg Marshall presented by State Farm. I want to remind you, you can win an autographed Shocker basketball at any Wichita or Hutchinson. Carlos O'Kelly's. It's Queso Madness, a benefit for our Daily Bread Food Pantry. Please make a dollar donation on your next visit to Carlos, and you'll have a chance to win the basketball. And one ball will be given away at each Carlos O'Kelly's location. So visit often and make that donation to our Daily Bread Food Pantry. So as we've talked about, the Shockers get home to face Tulane on Saturday night. Seems like Saturday night games have been rare in recent schedules. So a 7 o'clock tip against the Green Wave. Uh, first time they will have been to Wichita as a member. Uh, I'm sorry, second time. We didn't go to Tulane last year. We'll do that this year. And then uh, US or ECU will be coming back for the first time later in the season. Yeah, I remember they had a couple of pros last year. And uh, those guys have graduated. So uh, they've got a young team, too. And I watched them on film uh, yesterday, and uh, uh, they're young and they're green, and uh, uh, Shockers uh, have a good opportunity to, to get their fourth one in a row. As Coach Marshall has said a number of times through the season, enjoy these, celebrate these, savor them a little bit, because it uh, hasn't been as easy this year, and it's always nice to win, and a good solid win on the road tonight. Uh, we've, uh, Like I said to Samaja, we've had some very quiet flights home from the East Coast back to Wichita after some of these road games, and tonight... Uh, I can, I can tell it's going to be a, a little bit more fun. Well, thanks to Max Power for his work in the studio. Shane Dennis is coming up next as your host for the Locker Room Show tonight. And uh, he'll be at Twin Peaks East to talk about tonight's game with you. So a chance to call him, express your opinions, ask questions, whatever it may be. So stay tuned for Shane. And then Dave and I will be back on the air Saturday evening at 6 o'clock with the pregame show tip-off at 7 for the Shockers and Tulane from Coke Arena. For Bob Hall, Mike Kennedy saying goodnight from Greenville, North Carolina, where the Shockers moved to 500 on the year, beating ECU 65-49. to 49.
You've been listening to Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. Brought to you by these fine sponsors United Healthcare, Kansas Land Tire, Carlos O'Kelly's, Credit Union of America, Shelter Insurance, White Star Machinery, OptiLife, Dino's Grill and Tap Works, Litton's Appliance, Equity Bank, your hometown Chevy dealers, Papa John's, Comfort Systems, Via Christie, The Kansas Lottery, Burger Five, Delta Dental, Got You Covered, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Jabara's Car. Carpet Outlet, Hog Wild Pit Barbecue, Intrust Bank, the Kansas Department of Transportation, Tad's Locker Room, Capital Federal, American Family Insurance, Tall Grass Country Club, Coming in Cummings Law, the Kansas Health Foundation, State Farm, BKD, the Hyatt Regency, Luber's Cars, Medica, Coke Industries, and AJ's Sports Grill. Twin Peaks is the place. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.